everybody and welcome to our live lecture and uh, hopefully we're going to post it so all of you can say it, see it. Anyway, we are in Parashat Baalotcha and Baalotcha means to elevate. You know, it's a Baalotcha et anerot. When you look at Rashi, you look at the commentary, you know, it seemed like Aaron was a bit insulted why he was not included with the Nesim, the portion before. So God told Moses that Aaron would be even more respected than the portion before. So to teach us the beauty of working with God. You know, God is like a force that teaches us, and I don't want to make sure that you think God is a human being. It's a force that activated by being humble. It's not that if you be humble that God watch you and then he give you a gift of candy. It's a force that when you're humble, it tune into your soul. Aaron being humble, that's why they gave him a job, to light the menorah. You know, what is the menorah? Light. You get, you get more light, you get more candle. You know, that's light of the menorah. But what is hidden, this whole idea of God have to tell Moses to do that. For that reason, I have the privilege by my friend Jeremy, who live in Eretz Israel. He was a student of the Rabash. Rabash was the son of Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag, Bala Sula. So he sent me this section about Balotcha. And the Rabash saying, Pirush Rashi. Balotcha et anerot, Pirush Rashi, al shem she'alav oleh. Ketubat lakatan, lishon aliyah. Rashi is basically asked question and it's not there. Why you said Ba'alotcha when you elevate the candle? You should say Be'adlikatcha, you know, Be'adlikatcha. When you light it, not when you elevate it. So Rashi say we call the lahav, the lava, the flame is aliyah, it's going up. But of course, there is a meaning to Rashi. Rashi was deep. And then the verse continue, El mul pleam nora, ya'iru a front of the menorah, a front of the candelabra, they will shine. From here we understand that the seven candles shine in front of the menorah. So we need to understand what does that mean, lighting the menorah? And it's a, it's a good section. Those of you who want to remember, use that section for Hanukkah. It's a very important section. You can remind me, remind yourself to read this section for Hanukkah. In a katuv, it's written, Ner mitzvah v'torah or. Ner is a mitzvah, and Torah is the or. A goof, nikra p'chinat ner. The body is the candle. She'etzachim l'adlik oto she'ayir. You have to light the candle to shine. How do you light the candle? Ask the rabash. Al-edat Torah. By study Torah, you light the candle. Ainu, a goof, v'atzol nekabel l'atzmo. The goof itself is a selfish body. It's Ratzon Lekabel Atzmo, desire to receive only for itself. Where was the Tzimtzum taking place? I know it's a little deep for some of you. Where was the Tzimtzum taking place? And I'm sorry if it's deep, but you have to catch up with me on different studies so you understand what Tzimtzum is. Where was the Tzimtzum taking place? On the body. On the body, not on the soul. The Tzimtzum is on the body. Actually, it doesn't make sense. Because the body 
is being buried. Tim Tzu cannot be done on something that's been buried. So, the goof represents something which is not physical. What is the body? What is the goof represent? Desire to receive. The desire to receive was the only thing that Tim Tzu take a place there. That's what I should say. The Tim Tzu happened, the contraction, the restriction happened only on the selfish aspect of our existence. The light will not shine to a selfish behavior. This, that, call Yetzer Ara, evil inclination. Even we know that Bala Sulam, his father, is to say that there is no Yetzer Ara in Yetzer Atom. There is one Yetzer. The desire you choose, define if it will be Yetzer Ara or Yetzer Atom. Good inclination or bad inclination. Rak le demaora Torah, Rak, use the word Rak. Don't forget Rak. Only through the shine of the Torah, only to the light of the menorah, you can actually bring, bring the body or the desire to receive to become good. And that's what it's called atavat anerot, lighting of the menorah or atavat anerot, to make the candle good. When you fix the vessel of receiving, there is a room where the light of God will shine. Then the light can shine not only in your desire, but shine in your body. Then the body will call menorah, candelabra. The body has seven aspects to it. Chagat Naim, the Gdusha. What is Chagat Naim? How do you change the chesed? So you go to the book Tomar Dvora by Rabbi Moshe Krodovero. Famous. In that book, it says, How do you become chesed? Is to love the Creator 100%. And if he loved the Creator 100%, he gives tzedakah. He gives charity. When you give cheer, charity, then through that, everything opens up in chesed. The sphere of chesed has been activated. The candle of chesed has been activated. Achnasat uh, Welcoming people to your home. Okay? Uh, bury the dead people. It's also chesed. Lasot chesed To feed family who are in shiva. To make sure that you're feeding them. Debbie and me are thinking about opening a company that help people with doing the shiva. So if you have any idea. Achnasat kala lechupa. If you're helping with weddings. Okay? Avat shalom ben adam lechadro. And bring peace between two people. This is all chesed. What is gvura? How do you light the candle of gvura? It's very important to read it, by the way. Again, I repeat. Chanukah. Please remind me and remind yourself. What is gvura? Da ki kol pulot torut yitzarayin mamash borot. Gvurot, chazakot. So, what is the idea of Gvura? Okay? The Gvura is Itgabrut. 
And what do you do to, to activate the candle of Gvura? To stay aware chemda, from coveting. Coveting, not to have coveting, not to have anger. So it's all the not. What is Tiferet, the, the third candle? Study of Torah, without gava, without ego. That's Tiferet. And if you teach Torah and you have ego on your student, no good. If you teach Torah and you're smart in Torah and you make fun of poor people, very dangerous. So no ego. Different is no ego and study Torah. What do you do with Netzach, Od, Yesod? Three of them. Netzach and Od is to help people study Torah and teach Torah to give the money to continue. So they will never stop because they are the leg, they are the foundation. Another thing about Netzach Rod, to study from all people who know better than you. Don't to be ashamed. Go study from them. If you're a rabbi or a teacher or a scholar, sit with the people. Go to synagogue. Be part of them. Esod is to be careful how you speak. Not just sexuality. How you speak. That's Yesod. So the candle of Yesod, which is the sixth candle, is Nivlut Ape. Very dangerous. How you speak. And of course, not to damage the uh, sexual organ as well. That's the sixth candle. The seventh candle is called Malchut. Not to have ego for what he has. And always think of yourself as a poor person. And always when you pray, pray as a poor person. If he's rich, what to do? He has to sit with himself daily and say that Tzarich Lerachmea Bore Tabid. That he... He doesn't even have a penny without God. Just the bread. Not to forget. So that's that's a very important and I recommend all of you to read it. Tomat Vora. The whole book is a great book from the Ramak. Somehow I feel connected to the Ramak. What can I say about him? I mean, somebody who has a student like you need to know who he was. And somebody who's willing to be buried below Dari, next to Dari, you need to know who he was. Oh, just to understand. So this is the candle we're supposed to light this week. Seven candles. Okay? So, in the seventh candle, you also have seven enemies of the candle, say the Rabash. So what do we do? Well, in life there is Aliyot Veiridot. You're going up, you're going down. That's the way it is. That's why Baalotcha, when you go up, on the way up. Because Kol Pam Tzrichim Laadlik, you light again. Ad Sheteh Shalevet Olam Mealeah. As Rashi said, until the flame catch. What's a flame catch? Ainu Shekvar Lo Tzrichim Nidgabrut. You not need to overcome anything. When that happened, Vezehu Lachar Shalam Zochel Leemuna Bekviut. There is a Muna Shelo Bekviut. Emunah bekviut is certainty that stay, that last. There is certainty that for the moment. It's good. Two days, two months, five years. But when a problem happens, health issue, relationship issue, money issue, then the emunah fall apart. So, until the emunah has not become emunah bekviut, a last certainty, 
You have to be overcome every time and light the candle again. That's what means lighting the candle. What does that mean? El mul pleam nora, a front of the candelabra. Everything has panim v'acho. Everything has face and back. Meaning dalif lemiataomed. Know who you're standing in front. So when you light the candle, when you do the seven levels of work on yourself, the candelabra, make sure you're doing it in the name of God. Because you might be spiritual in the name of something, but it's not going to be in the name of God. And many people practice the spirituality, but while they practice the spirituality, it is them with themselves. It's not being evolved on them with the creator in the system. And I, I'm not sure I explain it well to you, but I want to make sure it's clear. I meet many people who work on themselves. You can work on yourself. You can work on you. You can even make it. But the idea is to work on yourself through the Torah, through the mitzvot, through the masim tovim. There is rules to the game. Those rules are written in the Torah, in the Talmud, in the Zohar. Mostly in the Talmud and the Torah. If you want to know the why and the meaning of what's going on, then you have to study Kabbalah and Zohar. But if you just want to do it, Talmud is enough. Shulchan Aruch is enough. Mishnah is enough. What about if you're going to a great speaker? Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar, that's good. But that's not the way to get you into your mission. Your mission is to work on your soul. Your mission is not to be successful in what you try to do here. If you, you have fear of talking in public and you go to Tony Robbins and he fix it for you, good. But that was not your mission. That just you overcome a certain fear. What is your mission? Well, your mission is to connect to the creator through the path that you're leaning on. Some of us destined to be poor. By being poor, they have to connect to God. Some of us meant to be very rich and we're supposed to connect to God. What is more tough? It seemed poor, right? Well, for some reason, King David say, King David say, you never left me on the days that I did well. King David said that. Meaning when King David did so well, he was worried. What if I forget? I, I, I'm worried. When your life going well, you have to worry about it. You sit on a first class in an airplane, you, best hotel, best food. You start falling into the body consciousness and that time it's a problem. Now, from Tony Robbins, about, it might be a great thing. I'm not speaking bad about Tony. I'm just using Tony as the greatest public speaker ever heard. I, I ever heard. So it, I'm sorry if it's like I sound like I'm speaking bad, but that's not my purpose here. I think a lot of people should do these courses, you know, that have been offered out there. But I don't want you to see it as your spiritual journey because it's not your spiritual journey. It's a support for your journey on this life. So I want to make sure it's clear. I'm not against Tony or against anybody who create great lecture. I myself listen to him. I myself listen to Dr. Wayne Dyer. I myself listen to Les Brown. I myself listen to Zig Ziller. I listen to all of them. It's wonderful. But I see sometimes that some of my students think that if they understood some wisdom about how to build their life here, they got it spiritually. They didn't get it at all because there's different rules in the game. And that game has to be played. And it's not a problem to be a follower of a public speaker. Actually, it's amazing. 
And I highly recommend that you should do it. So that's what the Rabash, that's about Balotcha. I want to move now to another subject, the mana. What is the mana? When we look at the mana, we look at the food lechem in Shamayim. Shamayim means Zeranpin. Zeranpin meaning the totality, the tree of life. The Israelite receive food from the tree of life. Nothing could be better. It can never be better. Something beautiful I heard yesterday from Rabbi Michael Maor, a gentleman, I'm sure you heard him already, that I look up to from Betar Yerushalayim, I mean from city in Yerushalayim that's called Betar. And the way he explained it, based on his teacher, Rabbi Avram Brandwein, who hear it from his father, Rabbi Yudat Tzvi Brandwein, who hear it from the Rabbi Yudat Ashlan. What was the problem with the manna? Why would the Israelite complain about it? What's, what's, what's wrong with it? A perfect food. A consciousness food. Meaning it's fall from heaven. You test it like an angel. It's called the food of an angel. You test the food. And by testing it, by thinking what you want to test, that's what it is. You can cook it. You can make it couscous. You can make it hummus. You can make it gefilte uh, fish, kreipalach, whatever you want. That's what it becomes. Conscious food. What's the problem with that? It's a beautiful thing that I heard lately from Rabbi Bechayel Maor. What are we doing here? We are getting a chance to add something. You cannot add something when it's everything is perfect, giving to you by God. Example, without the golden calf, we're only going to have five books of Moses and Yoshua. That's the only books that we're going to have. Maybe Yoshua. We're not going to have Talmud, Zohar. We're not, we don't need it because everything is perfect. Without the scene of Eve with the snake, we will never have desire to have children because the snake injected within it a desire to make love and then to have children. So we are developed through the negativity, which is tremendous revelation by Rabbi Michael Maor, who heard it all the way to Ravashlak. So everything going on here is about developing. Without the golden calf, we'll end up with five books of Moses only, not Talmud. I'm not saying go and do more negative. I'm talking about negativity that is happening in the past in the time of the Torah. The mana, you can add to it. You just receive a perfect product. The Israelite were worried that they, they, there is nothing we can do about it. Moses was happy because Moses was in high level. For him, that's a perfect universe. When the, the creator gives you everything and you just connect. But Moses went to all the levels that he, he, he that's why his name is Moshe. Moshe is three column system, Mem Shin Ve A. Three column system, it's all the balance. So it didn't have to go to the process of clarification of birurin, sifting. A regular human being has to go to the ups and downs. That's how it works. And by saying that, I want to take you into the Zohar. And I'm reading something. I wonder, maybe you can help me. I saw this section in a different Zohar. 
רבי אבא היה יושב, רבי אבא רוסילי, רבי יוסי ווזוידים, רבי חזקיה. אמר רבי יוסי, people are hard. And that the reason they are very hard, that they have a heart of stone. Why? Because there is evil within the heart that control the body. And they bring in King Solomon. There is evil I saw under the sun. I saw that ra'ah before in different sections in the Zohar. Fortunately, I don't have it here. And I think it's being cheap. In a different section, the Zohar say, ra'ah ra'iti takat ha-shemesh, זה person who's kamtan, kamtanut, מחלה שנקראת kamtanut, kamtanut מין מי? stingy. If you think when you're stingy you choose to be stingy, you're wrong. Stingy is something that comes as a disease, that if you don't shake it away you have a big problem. I consider myself בלי עין הרע, a lucky person. It doesn't matter what type of life I went through in my life, I went through some toughness in my life. I found the right people in my life. If I needed a shirt, it was a person who gave me a shirt by the name of Tuvia. If I needed a suit, it was the name of a guy named Mario. If I needed a, a healer or a doctor to guide me and help me, it was Dr. Daniel. Wherever I go, it was a lawyer there for me. Everything was set for me. What do I do? My life has been blessing. Hashem keep giving me blessing from every corner. I am worried. What did I do for that? The manna. I cannot do a lot with that. Why, why is the heart become like stone? Ask the Zohar. Lama. Lama. Lama is happening. Mishiv. Asher yitain lo elokim osher venechasim. You want to know when the heart becomes like stone? When you start receiving money. A lot of money. It's hard. In one way, God gives you all the money, which is seem like a present. I mean, another place, the Talmud say, It's saying that the poor person considers like he died. So how can you say that that's not a gift? Why is God preventing him to eat from whatever he gave him? He gave him everything. And then Elohim take away from him the ability to eat it? The verse doesn't make sense. And everybody understand, right? And one, say, one part is say God gave him everything. The other part is say God will make sure he cannot even eat from it. Doesn't make sense. So why would he eat? So we need to understand. Adam Olech Ba'olam Hazeh. Kadosh Baruch Hu lo Osher. A person walk in this universe, God give him money. Why? So he will merit the world to come. How can you merit the world to come with money? Remember, stingy, dangerous. I met all stingy are the same. They have nothing in their life. They think they have a lot, but they have nothing. You need to learn how to invest the money here into the world to come. that will stay for eternity, where the soul is. It doesn't say it here, but when you give, when you share money, when you help more than your 10%, more than hosting people, do big things, take care of a wedding, take care of a book, 
משום שקרן הזה הוא עץ החיים. This is the tree of life, this charity is the tree of life. שלא נמצא ממנו בעולם הזה רק אותם הפירות. What you have in this universe, the money you have in this universe is just the fruit. The real roots is in the Olam Abba. You want to make sure that roots is giving fruit in Olam Abba, give charity. לזכות בו בחיים עליונים. To merit the upper life. ומי שמטמא את עצמו, somebody who make himself not pure, unpure, and he only take care of his body, he doesn't give anything, and he doesn't have ear-a and all of what he has, אז ולא יתחילו לנו, then God will not let him eat it in the world to come. That's the meaning of the verse. So what happened with the manna? The people who were, start thinking, how are we going to share? It's dangerous for us. They were humble. They didn't know they were at such an elevated level, like the angel. And they could receive that. That's why it says, it will not be door, like Dora Midbar, till when Mashiach will come. We're judging them that there was sin. We're not even in that level. That's why we're not being tested like that. Every one of them, even the sinner, were in a higher level than us. Because when the manna came, manna is all sharing. For that reason, it says, Do not let it last till the morning. Why? Because you cannot think agenda what you're going to take from it. Share. It's all sharing. Same thing you do with your money. If your money has to do with it you're going to take, then that money will not last too long. That's our second subject. Now I'm going to take you into something a bit deeper. I will skip here and there to make sure it's clear. I studied today with my two children, two sons. We know that there is a lot of time in the Torah. Not about a few times in the Torah, but things are not regular. Like uh, in Pinchas, you have small youth, broken vav. In here, there is also a unique thing. It doesn't happen anywhere. The letter Nun, the way they write it in the scroll, is turning toward the Parsha before, meaning it's turn around. And the second Nun is also turn around. And both of them turn around for different reasons. And that's what we're going to discuss right now. Rabbi Lazar the son of Rabbi Shimon Bar Gai, opened the discussion. Anun is turned around before Vayibin Soharon. Velacharea. I hope my team will be able to make it happen. It's difficult. So you have to emphasize Vayibin Soharon, it's a verse. Nun, before that, toward the beginning of the parasha, meaning toward Bereshit. And the second Nun, toward the verse Vayibin Soharon. If two Nunim, one Nun, nun is facing the beginning of the Torah, and the second noon also facing the beginning of the Torah, but it's facing the verse of Vayim bin Suharon. And the Vayim bin Suharon is in between them. Why? So first, the noon, what does the noon represent? The noon represents the Shekhinah. 
And the Shekhinah was dwelling on the ark as they were traveling. Ahavat HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Yisrael, Shem Sharu Medech Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Yisrael, Rabbi Lazar said, even the Israelite went off the derech, went off the path of spirituality, God doesn't want to leave them. Every time they get off the dirt, they get off the path of spirituality, God turns his face to them. If God will not turn his face, it will not chance for the Israelite to make it. Come and behold, Aaron, the ark, was traveled through Shloshet Yamin, three days. Do you care if it will be three days or one and a half day or four days? What is that? Anun shiya shechina, the noon which is the shechina, lo ita nifreshet b'menu, will not ever live him alone. Mitoch ha'avatam shel Yisrael, echzir panav l'Yisrael. The love, the love of the Israelite, make sure that the noon will turn to them. Mesavevet atas b'amin Aaron, the first noon. The first noon, take the shoulders of the noon back to the ark, and looking at Israel in the verse before. Like a deer, always you see in Shira Shirim, they say, Dome Dodi Letzvi. Our uncle, our beloved, which is God, Yudkevavke, is like a tzvi, like a deer. What makes a deer very special? A deer is a very interesting animal. It ran away from to the distance, but then it stopped, it turned the neck, and it looked back where it came from. Same way with God. The first noon, back to the ark, face to the Israelite. When the ark was start traveling, Moses said, Praise God. And then the second noon is facing the ark after it's a kuma. So, like this, it will never leave. One noon is for the Israelite, one noon is to the ark, and everything is perfect. Of course, Bala Sulam, Rabbi Yuda Ashlag, will not let this section just sit there like that. It's like uh, the top chef. See potato and lamb and uh, fish and pasta, and we'll let it sit. This is, this is the ingredient for a kitchen. You need a master, like Bala Sulam, Rabbi Yudah Ashlag, Zechat Tzadik Levarcha, to take it, cook it for us, and arrange it for us. And that's what Bala Sulam said. We need to know that the letter Nun is Nefila. Nun is Nofel. It's falling. Meaning, when the Shekhinah in Galut, like now, Shekhinah is in Galut, the Shekhinah is Nofelet. It's falling. Why is the folly? And we are not there yet. All of us. We teach spirituality, we practice spirituality, but we have and we crash. Galut. But it's our job. We have to raise her from the folly. And then, if we elevate the Shekhinah to the right place, she can have a union with Zeranpi. So every time it's falling, I'm going to go into small, deep details. It's meaning she loses Nahi. She loses Netzachot Yesod. Because that's the leg. Netzachot, like, 
So it's a koma chasera, it's a show. It's what it means falling. What do you mean falling? You don't fall from your head, you fall from your leg. What do you mean standing? A full koma, full capacity. The ark with the luchot, with the tablet, is the male and the female. Zerapin and Malchum. Before Vayibin Sa'aron, before that verse, the Malchut was not in union with Zerampin. The female was not in union with the male. Why? Because it was no light of wisdom. How do you reveal light of wisdom? How do you reveal the essence of the light of God? Only when traveling. Vayibin Sa'aron, when it's travel, which is the three-column system has the Gvartiferet, right, left, and center, or three days, I think it says, Shloshet Yamim, then Moshe Rabbeinu said, Kuma, rise. Now noon can be connected to the Kuma. Nahi, standing, it's all Kuma Shlema. That's called light of wisdom. When the completion of the traveling happened, what Moshe said, Shuva Hashem. Shav Difsakar Adachuma. Now it's Chasadim. That's why it's saying, Latur Laem Menucha. To wander for a rest. Rest doesn't mean like rest physically. Rest means when you rest emotionally, mentally, spiritually. That's a true rest. So for the Ark, to make union between Zerampin and Malchut, you have to go through three days to get the light of wisdom. And then you can rest and have light of mercy. Light of mercy is what manifests the light of wisdom. If you only have light of wisdom, it's like you have electricity, but nobody yet revealed it. You think it's there, but you need a copper wire, you need something. That's a light of wisdom. Light of mercy is the revelation of light of wisdom. So the Israelite could not receive that menucha from Zon, from Zachar Venekeva. So, it have to go through a process of light of wisdom, light of mercy, and then it shined to them. So when the Nun put her back to the Ark and faced the Israelite, she poreshet atzman p'chinat zerampin, ודומה כמו שחדירה אליו אחוריה, מה שאומר משל האלה. In time of traveling, receiving light of wisdom, which is traveling. Which is the face of Malchut. What is Malchut? What is the purpose of Malchut? To receive all the light. All the light. What is all the Chokhmah? Everything. She will affect the Israelite with that type of light. But what about Zerantin, the husband? Is chasadim mechusim. Is chasadim mechusim. Is now back to the to Zerampin. She is revealing light of wisdom. Zerampin revealing chasadim mechusim, light of mercy. They don't fit yet. So back to back. I 
but she is affecting the Israelite, the first noon, with light of wisdom. So they will receive later the light of mercy that bring menucha, to rest. How rest happen? When you have the female and the male union. When you have the other noon is basically facing now the ark, and that's called union. The first noon is not a union. It's back to back, but it's facing the Israelite. The second noon, it is union with the ark, which is a rampin, and that's called menucha. Interesting part now. Amar Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon get involved. Here is son, Elazar. He said to him, Elazar. They call him by his name, not by Rabbi. Elazar. It is true what you say. Shetzachim liot kan bet nunim. Bet nunim have to be turned around. One before, one after. Aval kan, l'achar v'ayim b'nsoa. After v'ayim b'nsoa, after the verse, lo yechzira malachut panayam Yisrael. The Malchut, the Nun, didn't turn its face away from the Israelites. I disagree. The Malchut stopped to influence the Israel because now she's with Zerampin. Then this Nun not only going to be turned around, it will be upside down as well. Which some Torot, by the way, in the world has it. Some Torot in the world has it. never turned its face away from the Israelite. When the ark rests, when it says Shuva, Shuva Hashem, stop the light of wisdom. And come back to light of mercy of Zeranpi. That's Menucha. That's rest. How do you rest? You have an idea. It's like the wisdom. If you don't manifest the idea, you never rest. When you manifest the idea and everybody likes it, that's light of mercy. Those are two forces. Abishimon has revealed the secret. He says like this. The reason the second noon turn around. If you look at the verse after, I don't know if you can see the verse after what happened. And people start to complain. The noon which is Shina. Is back to that section, it's almost like not existful for the Shrina. So Rabbi Shimon is not disagree with Rabbi Lazar, he just disagree with the reasoning. My friend, what did we get this week? What did we get? We get Balotrat Anerot from the Rabash, understanding the seven candelabra. We understand that the man 
is about sharing. So if you're born rich or smart, you have to think sharing. And third is we understand the two nunim. To understand the opinion of Rabbi Lazar is there is two nunim. One nun is facing the Israelite, is with the light of wisdom. And then after that, the second nun is facing the ark with the light of mercy. Different opinion, Rabbi Shimon said the second nun is not facing the Israelite because of the verse that come after. That it seems we did something negative. This week is a very important week, Balotcha. We all need to elevate ourselves. Don't hate yourself this week. Don't let the negativity make you look smaller. Now more than ever, since 1922, we are in 2022. Avash again the prophecy that in 100 years after he died, I'm sorry, 100 years after the revelation, it will be people in 2022 that would want to teach his knowledge and to spread it. Join my wife, me, us, vital, to spread as much as knowledge as we can from Balasulam, from Amiyudashlak. Please help us, direct us, direct us, shape us, correct us, make us do a better job so we can spread this wisdom all over the world. Thank you and have a great week. All the best.